Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as but not limited to sports, investing and business. By identifying their mental and practical habits, routines and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance, regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and the recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest is Saoud Shamsi, owner of Dunes CrossFit and owner of Zero Fat Restaurant in Ajman, an award-winning subscription plan that offers keto and vegan meals among others. Saoud is also the director of the yearly Dubai CrossFit Championship and is a level one certified trainer in CrossFit. You can find Saoud on Instagram at Saoud Shamsi, which is S-A-U-D-A-L-S-H-A-M-S-I-I. Dunes CrossFit at D-U-N-E-S. C-R-O-S-S-F-I-T and Zero Fat A-E, which is Zero Fat, which is Z-E-R-O-F-A-T-A-E. I would like to thank Saroud for being part of the podcast. And without further ado, let's dive in. What is your one to three most gifted books or channels and shows that you recommend? I'll start with uh, thanking you for uh, inviting me to this podcast. And uh, let's start away with answering the first question. Lately, for the past four to five years, I've started watching um, a YouTube um, clips because it's I can't watch it on uh, on TV here. But when I used to be back in the states, I used to watch it on TV. The 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 program called Shark Tank. I think you know of it. Yeah, I do. Shark Tank. Yes. Where sharks, as investors, sit on chairs and waiting for new businesses to come and offer them like a piece of their of their business. Um, that show actually is one of the best shows I've ever seen, to be honest. It helps me to um, to understand business, to understand uh, how people think and uh, get out of the box to cure uh, problems. That's the one uh, program I would love people to watch to learn more about business and other stuff, actually. Okay, so you would consume intentional information. One of these things could be the Shark Tank. For business, Shark Tank gives me not only business; it teaches me everything. To be honest, it's business and seeing and watching entrepreneurs uh, uh, doing new stuff. Like some of them are really good, some of them are bad, some of them. But you, 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 you see them how they think outside the box. As I said, like they, they, they invent new stuff that none of us thought of it before. All right, all right. Who is considered successful to you, and why? Who's successful in general uh, is the person who starts with no backups, like without uh, any help from others and uh, getting new ideas, not a copycat, doing other businesses like, uh, you know, like most of the people around, uh, around the world, they copy others to be successful. Let's go, for example, a small example is uh, the new trends coming up. Like uh, let's talk about in fitness, I mean, paddle. Once a paddle court opens, 10 other businesses called Paddle Something opens next to it. Hmm. A burger place opens up, 10 other burger shops opens next to it. 
goes on with coffee shops, with everything else. That guy for me is not a successful guy. Maybe he's successful in making money. Maybe he's good doing a copy of something. But uh, being successful is, um, is getting a new idea and implementing it in this area in, in the UAE where it haven't been here before. A successful guy for me is, you can learn from the West. It's okay to learn because, you know, we can learn stuff and get the good things here and bring it back to the UAE. That that guy who does this thing is successful. For example, uh, Mohammed Al-Abbar. You know Mohammed Al-Abbar? Yeah. He had this idea of doing yeah Dubai Shopping Festival in 1998. He brought this idea from Singapore, I guess. Hmm. So it's not wrong to get ideas from outside, but it's very smart to bring it and think it will work here in the UAE hmm. and believing in it. That is successful to me. All right. Is there an advice you would remind yourself with? And if there is any, what would that be? In what matter? An advice in what matter? In anything. Maybe something that you would repeat yourself. Yes. Something I tell myself always is life is opportunities. Mm-hmm. Whenever there is a chance, take it. Take advantage of it. So don't miss chances. So if you see something and you think it's an opportunity, just go ahead and, and grab it. If it goes by, yeah, you will regret it. I do regret some of the stuff that I didn't take advantage of, but uh, now I learn. So I know that I have to take uh, chances or if I see an opportunity just to grab it. If it fails, it fails. If it didn't, it worked on us. Okay. Um, Saud, you came back from the United States and you opened CrossFit. Maybe at that time, CrossFit wasn't a popular gym or industry that people would try and utilize in the UAE. So what helped you identify your purpose and what did you do or what pushed you to go to try and have a new community of CrossFitters? Starting CrossFit back in the States was uh, was something um, that happened by chance. A friend okay. of mine told me about this new sport called CrossFit. Blah, 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 check it out and go to the States and Google it. You will find a gym close to you and then just just go. So I went and had fun in it. Actually, I really had fun. Like I was going daily for two, three, four hours a day. And it was consuming a lot of my time back in the States. So I had this idea where I was talking to my coach back there that I want to open up this thing back in the UAE when I go back. And... Uh, He was like, yeah, sure. And then we Googled and we checked out that there is nothing actually in the Middle East for CrossFit. Like there is nothing. And I, I, I can't remember on Facebook because back in the days we used to, used to use Facebook more than anything else, more than Instagram. We didn't have Instagram back then. So Facebook was the thing that where you want to look for something, you look for it. Uh, we couldn't find any CrossFitters or, or anything about CrossFit in the Middle East. So I decided to make my... level one course and uh, come back to the UAE and opening my own gym. First of all, I started it not as a business. It started as something fun to me, something that I really enjoyed and I wanted others to enjoy it as well. Because hmm. back in the States, I wanted, I, I was in a group that, that we always used to go to together to the gym. Like in the same time, we had the community together. We used to work out and we used to enjoy every single workout together. So I wanted to create that community back here Uh, I mean, here in the UAE. So when I came back, I started this gym and I've noticed that people love this new thing. And uh, I didn't think back then it was a trend, but unfortunately, some stuff here in the UAE is, is a trend. But um, 
CrossFit was a different case. It's a daily lifestyle thing, you know. When people started, they fell in love with it because uh, if you know more about CrossFit, when you start CrossFit and doing CrossFit, uh, your heart rate goes up and then it, it becomes a, an addiction. And, you know, it's like, it's like having coffee. Like some study says having a high heart rate a day is like having a cup of coffee. It gets you addicted. You want to have like this adrenaline rush Hmm. will cause you addiction. CrossFit causes the same thing, but a good addiction, hmm. which is very good. Like it's a healthy addiction. You want to go to the gym, you want to work out, you want to be healthy. So when, when we created this thing, we, 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 we've seen the change and we've seen the people loving it. So it was something different either day. So the, I don't know if that answers your question or not, but I mean, when we started, when I started, I haven't thought of business at all, but for now, like, you know, things change and everything changes. I want to talk about opportunities back then. This is one of the opportunities that, that I didn't take take advantage of because as I told you, I didn't start it as a business. But when I look back, there's something I missed. Yes, I missed opening more gyms back then when there was time and where there was there was a chance and but I didn't. I was enjoying my, my, my time with CrossFit. And... Uh... You did it for the sake of the fun and something that you really enjoy. What was that drive that really pushed you to go into a business? Again, you started a gym. That means you had to put a stake in it. You had to put money into it and you had to calculate or hire individuals and people, coaches. And you needed most of all of these maybe to build or to create a new community for it. So how did these feed into it? Or were there any challenges along the way? be honest uh, beginning when i we, 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 i was back back then 20 years old uh, i had a lot of help with uh, from my dad and he actually injected all the money into it but uh, looking back then the the confidence i had building this gym was uh, something else like i was sure 100% with my studies with whatever you know even if i did a business study on it i knew deep inside that this thing will work hmm. So my dad believed in me and he was like, you're so passionate in it and you love it so much. Of course, it will work because I think, as I told you from the start of this podcast, if someone, if you get something and you think it will work, if you get it from the West and you think it will work in the UE, that's really good. That's an achievement. That's very good. And it will help your community or it will help your people in a good purpose, you know? So, uh, yeah, the challenges were not, not as people think. People were like, oh, you're opening a new gym and it's, of course, it's, it's difficult, but it's not the way I see it difficult. Like, it's nothing like compared to, let's say, opening a restaurant, as I, as I said, as I told you a few days ago, you know, yeah. uh, opening a restaurant is way too difficult than owning a gym to me. Because if you have something as a passion, you don't see it difficult mm-hmm. at all. You don't see there's a challenge. I think most of the people would agree with me that owned businesses that they're in love with it. You know what I mean? So if you love playing video games and you created a game, you will you will succeed in it. If you love something, uh, if you love football and you created a football academy, you will succeed in it. It goes on on anything you love. So there were challenges, but nothing uh, me- to be mentioned, to be honest. All right. How thoughts, self-talk, and past experiences are shaping your perception? Uh, can you give me an example of it? You mentioned that you had few regrets, such as not opening extra more gyms, let's say, or more branches. For example, would these past experiences are shaping your perception? And how would you, 
revisit these thoughts and for example in business or any other category well if we talk about business yes i do have some thoughts and i wish i go back and change them and if we talk about fitness uh, yes i wish i started earlier doing crossfit i want to be the best of the best of the best and it goes on on other stuff that i didn't even think of um, i can talk about cryptocurrency for example yes comes to my head uh, i used to know bitcoin when it was even less than a uh, thousand dollars uh, but i didn't believe in it not actually a thousand i think a thousand i don't know 500 or something i knew about it and it reached 65 68000 dollars so yes i do have some thoughts in my head that i didn't even like I, it comes back to my head and it gets me back to where we started again life is opportunities take advantage of what you see maybe you fail in it you learn and if it happens you succeeded Mm. So uh, yeah, these thoughts come back to me. Come back to me, يعني, from now and then. But uh, a person would live life day to day. So you live it late day to day. Uh, you enjoy life. You enjoy uh, the choices you've done. You enjoy uh, and you accept it. Actually, you accept the choices you've done. Mm. If you regret, yes, regret for a, like a minute or two, five minutes maximum. But enjoy everything else. Just mm. keep going. It will not come back. Just go. Okay. What thoughts dominate your mind on life? I know that you said life is about opportunities. And uh, do you consider life is hard or life is easy? Well, life is hard or easy is uh, what what you see in it. If you make it easy, it will come easy. If you see it hard, it is hard. But if you ask me, like if you ask me, for me, it's it's honestly, it's not that hard. You live it day okay. to day and you see you put small object like small objectives and you you do it every day it will be easy for you do not live in the past that's the only thing uh, that i would tell people like uh, from my experience or from my personality i don't live in the past i do a mistake if i uh, fight with someone for example for today if i have a bad conversation with someone the next day i'm good with them hmm. you know what i mean like live life on a day to day basis I'm not quite sure if people would want to have a fight with a crossfitter, but anyways, let's move on. <laughs> well, we're not fighters. People can beat us easily, but we won't get tired. That's the only thing. <laughs> we're not fighters. <laughs> we're not like uh, Salem Suede, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with what thoughts do you start an end of a job or a task? If it helps, is there any questions you ask yourself to assess the end of her? Yeah. Um, If I don't do it now, I won't do it at all. Hmm. If I have a task, I love doing it straight away. Okay. So if, if, if any small task, let's say, uh, for example, uh, just say what, I don't know. Um, يعني, let's say you're buying something, okay? Okay. And uh, this person or this company asks you to pay 50% now and 50% uh, later on when they deliver. You paid your 50% or, or you just wait for a day or two or three? No, for me, for example, for this is a small example that I can remember right now. For example, if I order something and they ask me to pay 50% right now and I just received the uh, quotation, I would have to pay it right now, like within the next five minutes, it's done. Mm-hmm. I don't keep it for the next day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I get asked to do something right now, I have to finish it. If not, it will not happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I will get cold and uh, that's it. Okay. So you go by the by Elvis Presley's lyrics, it's now or never, yeah? <laughs> it's now or never. It's, and I think this is a good thing to, to, to make people think of. 
Do it now. Just straight away. Just do it. Like what Nike says. Just do it. Do you practice prayer and or meditation or visualization that helps you in achieving goals so that you can have, for example, mental practices to prime and equip you for specific works, finances or other important areas in your life? Uh, I'm not perfect and I don't claim to be perfect. And uh, I'm not, uh, I I wouldn't say religious because it's not a word to be used, but I'm not like uh, by the book, as they say, but... uh, Alhamdulillah, I, I pray and ma'atawf salah, I pray all prayers and everything. But uh, lately, for the past few years, four to five years, I haven't been missing Salat al-Fajr, to be honest. Hmm. And I'm proud of it. I do miss it maybe once every month, but uh, the past two to four years, yeah, I haven't, alhamdulillah, missed a lot of it. Uh, usually, post Salat al-Fajr, you know, you ask God to get what you want yani, in life. Mm. And I think uh, I think it changed my, it changed my life to be honest. Like sometimes uh, whatever I ask for in Salat al-Fajr, uh, it happens. Mm. And basically, it happens. Lit, yani, literally, better literally, there is something I want so bad happens to me. Mm. Maybe not in a month, in two or three months, it happens. Yani, alhamdulillah, I don't know, but I think. Uh, Amen. What repeated tasks and steps you intentionally do as a ritual or routine to cultivate focus and productivity? Mm, I'll speak, I'll answer this question in, in fitness. Okay. Uh, so when I go workout, and I've been doing this for the past 11 to 12 years, I think, I work out daily. I rest once a, day, once a week. I remind myself if I don't do it, someone else will do it and they will beat me hmm. and they will win and they will be better than me in, in CrossFit. I don't claim to be the best, as I told you. I'm not the best CrossFitter in the UAE, but I think I'm one of the best. I believe I'm one, one, one of the best, but I'm not the best. So uh, I keep reminding myself if, if I don't do it now and I force myself to work out. Hmm. Not, not, it's not cool every day to work out to be honest it's not like fun every day to sometimes you just don't want to work out you just don't want to do anything Mm. but you have to get into it you go to the gym you jump on a bike warm up for 10 minutes start your your work and it will be you will be done in no time you'll be done yeah so i keep pushing myself in this like i keep reminding myself i have to do it i have to do it if you're not doing it someone else will do it and they will win Hmm. Okay. So, Saud, do you have environmental cues to prime you for performance and productivity, such as, for example, having written statements or images to remind you why you have to do certain things? And would you design or go to a place that boosts your performance? And again, that could be in fitness or it could be in any other area in your life. Written stuff or images or something? Uh, No, not really. But watching some stuff, yes. Uh, of course, I'll come back to fitness because basically this is what I do. And uh, in fitness, I do remi- uh, remind myself uh, uh, and push myself uh, through videos on, on YouTube. Mm. I do watch the best CrossFitters perform and that uh, pushes me to do my best, to be honest. Uh, I do learn from videos. Uh, I do learn how to, to push myself and to how to reach a workout. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I hope this answers your question. I, I, it pushes me to watch uh, champions doing the workouts. 
And uh, like the timing of these watches, is it like before the exercise or it is like an every... Actually, it's like, it's not a daily thing, but it's like a weekly thing or whenever it comes closer to a competition, I do watch. And when it comes like really close to a day or two apart from the competition, I do watch a lot of videos. Like I, I would spend an hour or two to watch uh, yani some documentaries or whatever about some guys. Okay. And maybe I've watched the same documentary 10 times, but it doesn't matter to me. So would you like focus on the same individual or the same concept 10 times? Uh, to... I do like, yeah, I, I do like, like to watch the same guy doing stuff again and again and again. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like there are some people that can push you through like watching their videos. I don't know if I can relate to others doing other sports, but yeah, it pushes me to watch this individual, the CrossFit champion called Rich Froning, to watch his videos. Uh, yeah, it does push me, especially close to competitions. Hmm. And uh, so this is the other part of this question. Do you design a specific place or a, that would help you to reach that productive state, basically? It's not an area or a space, but I love um, being with uh, happy people pre-competition week. Hmm. So I don't mind training wise. I don't mind like we're human. We get, you get upset. You have family issues. You have work issues. You have blah, 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 business. You know what I mean? Hmm. In training, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to you. But when it comes to competition, I do leave myself away from business, away from whatever, away from whatever of, of negative thoughts. And I would love to be around uh, happy people and just, any, I do ask you, any, please, if you're negative, don't come next to me. Hmm. You know what I mean? I want to keep my thoughts positive uh, as much as I can. Okay. And um, what beliefs, habits, or behaviors adopted recently improved your life greatly? What have I done? Improved my life? Getting married improved my life. To be <laughs> Shout honest, out to the wife and to the married people. Well, uh, g- getting, getting married... Uh, taught me in the past two years I got married two years ago and uh, yeah I'm, I'm grateful to, uh, uh, to to what I learned after getting married like from uh, being disciplined uh, from spending less time in working out to work out for two four to five hours and the productivity is not much and now I do work out for one hour and it's the same or even better um, yeah uh, this is the thing that changed uh, in the past two years would it be, let's say, the the feeling of the discipline as well? Yeah, I think discipline is number one. Yeah, You're, I'm disciplined. Uh, back in the days, uh, yeah, I used to be, uh, I mean, I had more free time of doing, I mean, as I told you, I do spend much more time working out. I do spend much more time going out here and there, you know. Uh, but yeah, getting married makes you disciplined and uh, teaching you to be... Uh, what do you call it? Um, responsible. Hmm. Responsibly. And I'm not perfect. Come on. No one is perfect. But it teaches you something. It does teach you something. Anyway, I learned, I don't know, out of 10, I learned five, five out of 10. I don't know, five out of 10. Yeah, maybe. Okay. When challenges, fears, or failures hit, what steps are taken? And if it helps, is there any questions you ask yourself? Well, uh, to be honest, brother, I can't recall challenges right now, but. Uh, not really. I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question, but I would relate it to, to, to business. Back um, when Corona started uh, two years ago, I had some challenges in my business. But, uh, you know, shutting down and everything affects every business around the world. 
And one of them was my business, uh, the gym, the Dunes CrossFit. Um, thank God it's back again and running and perfectly. And Alhamdulillah, everything is back and much better than before. But uh, yeah, during Corona, I had the, these challenges with, with, with the gym. And I was like, come on, um, if you can handle, if you handle the gym for the past 10 years, just handle some more, just keep it, like, keep it moving until things get better. Hmm. So I was patient with it. I was super patient with the gym uh, for the past, yeah, two years, actually, two years since Corona started up to June, like up to six months ago. Yeah, I was struggling with the gym. And Alhamdulillah, yani, once you get patient, with, yani, you wait and wait and wait, you get patient because this is like your baby, you know? Anything, if you treat like a baby, like business, I, I'm talking about business, treat like a baby, it will grow. And sometimes, you know, your baby gets gets out of the road, uh, as they say, you know, they, they, they say they skip. So you have to wait on it. Hmm. So I waited and waited. Alhamdulillah, everything is back. Good. So this is, uh, this relates to your, to your question. Okay. And uh, what three concepts, beliefs, and habits and behaviors should others adopt? I should adopt. I should tell myself, to be honest, to wake up early. I should adopt uh, this thing. I should wake up early. I do wake up early to pray, but and then I go back to sleep up to eight, which I don't like. Uh, um, I think waking up early is one of the best habits you should do. Mm. Working out is another good habit. Not good. It's like one of the best habits you have to do. It's mandatory for you. And uh, eating healthy as well is uh, the third habit that people should be on. Wake up early. Work out, eat healthy, you'll have a great life. Okay. If fans would want to copy your footsteps, where should they start? Copying? I'm not, I'm not a person to be copied, but I think people should uh, do what they love, as I told you. They, they, they do what they love, they will succeed in life, in everything, in business, in, 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 I don't know. In everything they do, if they have passion for it, they will succeed. They, they, they don't have to copy me or... If they, if if I want someone to copy me, yes, copy me in one thing. Get something new to the country, build your country. You know, uh, do something um, different. I yeah. don't claim to create CrossFit, but uh, I was fortunate to be one of the first people that do CrossFit in the UAE. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, I was fortunate to be honest. I'm super fortunate, and uh, what helped me too is my passion in it and helped. And Alhamdulillah, it came all together. So if someone would want to copy. If there is something to be copied from me, yes, do this thing. Do this one thing. Get something that will help your country and will push you as an individual and will help you build your business and build your life to get something or to create something or invent something new. Don't be a copycat. All right. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you, Saoud, for being here. It was a pleasure listening to you. Thank you, Badr, and have a good one. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.